Hello and welcome to The Green Machine. I'm David, your host, joined as always by Nick and Martin. We're coming at you live from London and Dublin and on our YouTube and Facebook channel. Only one place to start, lads. Stephen Kenny's squad was announced last Thursday and uh, you had a little talk about it amongst yourselves, didn't you? I wasn't invited. Yeah, and you know what happened when you weren't invited, Dave? What what happened, Nick? We were, very, we were very kind to you. We were very kind to you. Actually, no, do you know what, Martin? Fuck it, we're not going to be kind. <laughs> you never. Remember that, I, remember, I actually remember that time, David. Do you remember that time, David, that you said there wasn't a hope Robbie Brady would ever play for Ireland again? I'm sorry, Nick's having problems with the microphone <laughs> over there. Um, I remember that as well. Yeah, you're right there. And I think you also said about the same about Callum. Um, Martin, two lads, they are having some technical difficulties at the moment. Uh, we will get back to them at some stage. Um, are we going to behave? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Nah, we will. We will. Jeez, all right, Dave. Oh, You're the God. boss. <laughs> Don't you forget it, other chaps. The boss <laughs> is back this week. Um, yeah, I did actually listen to your podcast, by the way. Your nice little show. Um, <laughs> but we'll uh we'll have a discussion there. As always, lands, we are live and interactive. So please give us a shout if you have anything to say. Leave us a comment. Get involved. You can say pretty much whatever you want, as long as you don't get a suit. I have something to say, Dave. What have remember, you got to say, Dave? Remember when you said Robbie Brady wouldn't play for Ireland again? <laughs> and his microphone just keeps cutting out. It's it's terrible. It's all this interference, Nick. Be to be fair, to be fair, I think you, you've you've actually uh, moved on now. You're starting to pick on Coleman and Duffy. They're the new targets now. Are you, Dave? Perhaps. Um, I I believe in moving targets and moving said targets. Uh, no, no, you know, we're going to have a talk about it. We are going to go through the squad. We're going through go through the positions as quickly as possible. And um, we're going to have a little chat about it. So let's get into this, lads. I'm really, I'm really looking forward to this uh, little chat here. Hold on. Where's my graphic? <laughs> Where is it? Here we go. Look at that. Oh. Our boys in green. Right. So, Ireland squad. Now, obviously, we'll play Scotland this Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Christ. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're all, if you're going, by the way, in the comments, give us a shout. Uh, we're all going, in fact. Uh, I'm in the media section. Yep. Oh, no. Here we go. Yep. Uh, You'll have a new one, though. It'll be different now. It won't be the media one. It'll be nice. It should be this tartan. Session. I'm guessing it'll be a tartan one. Probably made out of sheep stomach <laughs> or something like that. That's actually fr- that's actually from the Denmark game, the one that we we, we couldn't win. Uh, that's from two, my very first one actually, two thousand nineteen. So lads, let's get into it. Ireland squad for Scotland and Armenia. So it was announced on Thursday. Goalkeepers. Don't think we need to have too much of a discussion there, lads. Bazuni, Travers, and the um, token call up of Max O'Leary. No offense to Max O'Leary, but let's be honest, chaps. Unless there's a Terrible injury crisis, although I shouldn't probably say that because we are talking about Stephen Kenny and he has the look. He doesn't have a lot of luck. Well, he does. It's just all bad. Bazunu starts. Uh, Per Travers hasn't played um, for Bournemouth since the 9-0 mauling at Anfield a few weeks ago, which coincided with his manager getting the sack, him getting shoved to the bench and an uptick in form. That lad also has no luck whatsoever. So we're all in agreement there, aren't we, chaps? Bazinu starts, yes? Yep. Yeah, Bazinu percent Perfect. Now, this is where it gets a bit more interesting. Defenders. Seamus Coleman 
Matt Doherty, Shane Duffy, John Egan, Nathan Collins, Amabamadeli. Now he has uh, withdrawn with a groin injury. So um, Liam Scales, who was missing, um, he's done really well actually. He went missing last year in Glasgow <laughs> somewhere. He's now back. They found him somewhere. I think he was in a milk bottle somewhere and he showed up at doorstep and he got rid of him. Uh, Dara O'Shea, James McLean, and the wonderful Robbie Brady, a player who, you know, I've just. I have heaped praise on over the last uh, few months. And, you know, I call it Lance. I said it to you. I said it. <laughs> we back in the team. And here he is. I must be like Mystic Meg. So, <clears throat> um, I wrote an article. Some of you watching may, may, may or may not know this, but I wrote an article for Risk London, which all three of us are members of. Um, basically, asking the question, can... If Stephen Kenny does plumb, which he has for Seamus Coleman and Shane Duffy, can we justify their uh, position in the squad? Now, maybe it was a little harsh with that, Martin. Maybe squad was too harsh. Starting lineup, though, I absolutely stand by that. Can could could you justify even with Amabama Delhi being ruled out? Could you justify Shane Duffy or Seamus Coleman? Any one of those guys starting either match coming up? The, the fact is, I think with with the two of them, especially, I think it's, they haven't had enough minutes on the board at the moment. And I think he's, he's he'll say publicly and in press conferences that he's not worried about that, um, and he'll be incredibly loyal, actually picking them for the squad. But I think the time has come. I think they've got to be in the squad without a doubt. But I think the time has come to kind of give, take a chance now and move on from it and kind of be consistent with the message that you, if you're in form and you're playing regularly for your team. I know he hasn't got that luxury with Doherty having very few minutes as well, but I think Doherty's fitness and age will go in for him, uh, will be a benefit for him to kind of get that starting position ahead of Coleman. Um, Omar is a big loss, but I think he... I wouldn't start Duffy myself. I think the no. other three would go in there first anyway. I think Nathan Collins is really establishing himself as probably the first name on the team sheet at the centre-back now with the high-profile move, the good form. Obviously, his recent um... kung fu kick on. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Actually, um, did, did you guys catch him? Um, there's an artist, an Irish artist, over the weekend. Uh, he actually came up with this here. Uh, <laughs> Mart, is it at Holly Honda Forty Nine? An unpost commemorative stamp. There he is. There, um, Nathan Collins going in on uh, Jack Reed. Sorry, I, I'm sorry. Doing an audio description for our audio listeners when this does become a podcast later on. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, did you see the bit of controversy around this, though? Because uh, a certain David Snide actually took it upon himself. And so he took it. it. Yeah. yeah. I, I was actually going to post this picture up because I put it up and got a great load of feedback on Facebook. But I, I went back to the original one here. And um, I tell you what, lads, uh, don't um, don't cross your man, Mart. Look at this. <laughs> um, apparently they said it's all good and everybody's happy they've kissed the made up but um i think it, that was very funny i did see that and yeah fair play i mean look we're all on social media quite active yeah. and stuff so and, it, and it's sometimes it is does kind of seem open season on things people nicking people's ideas hey nick um <laughs> and seeking credit for even like people being called up to squads um <laughs> yeah it wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't happen to us would it no the mystery um you know, we were all speculating about Stephen Kenny bringing someone in as a coach, and we didn't realise it's our very own Nick, who is obviously speaking to Kenny behind the <laughs> backgrounds, and Jim Crawford, and prompted the uh, well, inspirational a... choice of, of Aaron Connolly getting called no, up. No, 
don't know. I think that was a ponderino call now, Nick. You know, and, you know, yeah, that's where I get all my news from. I get it from the professionals. Ponderina. You won't be fucking talking about them too much, uh, too often. Fuck no, not anymore. <laughs> um, but anyway, we'll get back to the squad. We, we, we digress there. But anyway, yes. So look, I'm not picking on Seamus Coleman and, and Shane Duffy. At the end of the day, uh, you know, they have a fantastic legacy with Ireland. Um, however, Nick, Seamus Coleman hasn't played. He's only played one 90-minute match. That was in the EFL Cup, Carabao Cup, whatever it is. He has not played at all in the Premier League this season at all. And Shane Duffy has had two one-minute appearances in the Premier League. He obviously uh, engineered a move to Fulham because he was falling out with the Brighton manager, who's obviously no longer there. He's now at Chelsea, Graham Potter, yeah. to facilitate. He engineered this move to Fulham to facilitate, um, basically to prolong his international career. It's really gone tits up for him at the moment, hasn't it? And I, I do feel sad for Duffy because he, he has done that for Ireland, but he can't start in Scotland, can he? No, I mean, as Martin said, I mean, having them in the squad is no harm. And in such a young yeah. squad, it's fine to balance it out with a bit of experience. I mean, you've Mark Sykes there at Bristol City. I mean, he's playing very, very well at the moment as a right wing back. And you kind of wonder why isn't he in the squad? Because Coleman's, Coleman can't really play. Um, Shane Duffy, I mean, that move to Fulham was bizarre. He was never going to start. I mean, they've got Tim Ream and they've got uh, Tayu. Uh, Tosin, you know, the two lads who play centre-half there, and they're, they're very, very solid. And I, I mean, Fulham are like fifth or sixth in the Premier League, aren't they? So Duffy Duffy was never going to play there. So I don't know. I I, I can still see them getting minutes hmm. um, in one of the games anyway, maybe not against Armenia. But I mean, there were a couple of options there. Uh, Jimmy Dunn as well will feel hard done by. You know, he's playing every week. Um, I think it was fine to put scales in ahead of him. But look... As Martin said, the experience is good. It does balance things out, but I don't really, I don't really know how it's justified anymore. It's kind of, um, you know, it is lo- it's loyalty, but it's also a hint of favoritism as well. Yeah, he, he is, and we have said this, you know, believe it or not, I have for anybody watching, I have criticised uh, Stephen Kenny um, in the past and will, and I'm sure in the future and present, but um, he does tend to talk out about both sides of his mouth. When it yeah. comes to this sort of thing, you know, you ha- he, you know, one hand he's saying you have to be playing regularly, which we get because he was burnt when none of the Irish players were really playing, and we saw very sort of disjointed performances. All of a sudden, they start playing in the Premier League in the Championship, and we start giving teams four one three one hidings towards the back end of the World Cup qualifying campaign. And now, you know, we saw what Duffy was like against Scotland at home. He was terrible. He mm-hmm. made a couple of last-ditch challenges, but I actually think he created those uh, situations. We saw the three of Lenehan, O'Shea, and Collins play much more comfortable on the ball. It worked. It looked good. We saw Seamus Coleman in Armenia. He was gone 74th minute when Spurzian got the goal for Armenia, the winner. He, I, was, I watched the goal back the other day, and he literally couldn't get anywhere near him. Got the shot wow. off. You can't have this. Not, not in defence. So I'm not picking on the two lads, but it's there, isn't it? The, the proof is there. Around the squad, fine, but starting, absolutely not. I think I think that's the point as well. Around the squad is absolutely fine because I think yeah. Seamus Coleman, if he's not starting, he's big enough now and he's experienced enough to not be demanded to be starting. He's not got that ego about him. So I think he has actually got the best interests of Irish football and the young squad coming through. Like He, he understands probably that transition 
um, of what Stephen Kenny's doing more than anybody. Um, and he's not going to be slamming down the door and things like that, that he's not playing. Um, yeah. Duffy, I think, as well, is incredibly popular within the group, I'd imagine, as a proper leader. And, you know, I think the good thing with the two of them is, I think if you were, if we were in an injury crisis and you had to call on them both to start and get 90 minutes out of them, I don't think they really would let you down. I mean, with, with Duffy, the point's interesting there, you're saying about, um, you know, some of the kind of, the kind of the things that he lets himself down about. It, it's just his natural game, though. He, he, he isn't, I don't think, good enough for this level, to be honest, in the style of play that, you know, there's better no. centre-backs, sport for choice centre-backs. He has gone down the pecking order. I think if he's going to try and play um, like John Egan does, bringing that ball out, I think John Egan does it better than him. I mean, Babadeli would do it better. Himself. So they're all players, I think, who are in the pecking order yeah. above him. I think he comes in there for his experience in, and his solidness, basically. But do I don't think he's going to be starting. Just want to go through a couple of stats and then uh, we'll wrap up the defender uh, conversation and move on to uh, the midfield question. Um, but some of the stats here, John Egan has one assist. Amabamadeli, unfortunately, he's not in the squad, has one goal. O'Shea has two goals, one assist. McLean has one goal, one assist. Brady has one assist. Of course, I backed them all the way for that one. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, and another problem as well, Nick, isn't it? Like, uh, Matt Doherty has played 10 minutes of football for Spurs this season. Yeah, very worrying. Very, very worrying. And I mean... He's probably a best outfield player as well. Well, I mean, even this time last year when we played Portugal, um, the game of Farrell when he played as a left wing back, when we played in Dublin, he was very, very good. You know, he's yeah. an excellent player. Played in Serbia as well. He was probably our best player on the pitch that night. So, you know, we can't have Alan Brown playing right wing back again. First of all, because Alan Brown is rubbish. And because he's not a right wing back. But... But I mean, look, I think I think Doherty has to come back in there. And I mean, I mean, Martin, you always put this well. It's kind of putting players in the window and putting players in the in the in the frame, I suppose, of their club manager. So if Doherty goes in there and gets a good performance against Scotland, I mean, all the kind of British media are going to be watching that, aren't they? Yeah. So if he does well, I mean, I'm not saying that Conte is going to pick him. I mean, Perisic came in there at the weekend, didn't he? So even when Emerson is gone, Perisic is going to play play right wing back. But at least if he can if he can hold his own in an international game and at least if he can show with the sharpness having not played, then he might come into Conte's mind or he might force a bit of a move in January. So yeah. it's a frustrating one, but he has to he has to come in Doherty. I mean, Coleman can't start there and Brown certainly can't start there either. Of course. Uh, personally, if I see Coleman, unless there's a massive injury crisis or late pullouts, you are. Um, if I see Duffy or Coleman in that sign lineup, I will have personally have kittens in Hampden Park. You'll hear it, I'm sure, from your television sets. Um, very quick question, lads. We're going to wrap up the defence conversation. Has to be Brady starting left wing back, doesn't it? Uh, he's not. He's not. He's going to go McLean. I think. Um, like like we spoke about it last week, Martin. I mean, we said how Robbie Brady could come on to the left of the the midfield three. I mean, I'd love to have Brady left wing back. I mean, he's playing there and he's playing well there. So. It's a no-brainer, but there is. I mean, Kenny just has this horn for James McLean, doesn't he? I I always think James McLean is better coming off the bench. I don't think yeah. he's technically good at all. I think he's got a great delivery. I think he's improved as a defender and as a player under Stephen Kenny. But I think if you want to, if you want to optimize the creativity and if you want to optimize players playing in their best position and in form at the moment, then you have to go Brady a left wing back, and Fair. then possibly possibly McLean off the bench. Yeah, I totally agree there. Um, I think he'll go. I think he'll go McLean. 
Yeah, for me personally, McLean definitely a uh, an impact player. Just got to go actually through some of the comments before we move on to midfield. Daryl O'Connor, story lads, good to see Martin down at Crisk AGM a couple of weeks ago. Appreciate the stickers, good man. These are these stickers he's talking about. If you want some Green Machine stickers, give us a shout. Martin is your man, and tickets as well. Uh, Martin's very <laughs> Martin Delaney. Yeah, Martin Delaney. And a knockoff shirt as well, apparently. Yeah. Um, Colm gets on to us here. Late one again tonight, lads. Yeah, sorry, Colm. It's just sort of real life at the moment. But we will be live. Well, I'll be live at uh, in Glasgow. So hopefully, better time. Kieran Boyle, lads, I'm back and here to say hashtag away to Jesus with Umbro. Hashtag Adidas forever. No Duffy and Coleman are the past. Duffy doesn't have it to play out Coleman is past it so is Brady oh Kieran oh well you, you know you know what Kieran I totally agree with you I'll be saying to these lads you shouldn't be anywhere near the squad <laughs> do you know what I mean um come, uh have to front load the team with you it ain't 2015 here's a quick question for you lad. just a very quick one because we do have to move it on Tessio Baselli not really playing for Udinese he's back in the other 21 squad yeah proper proper call Manning Manning as well, Danny McNamara. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, McNamara is already playing. Manning, yeah. I mean, Manning's doing well for Swansea. He scored at the weekend actually, and he was very, yeah. very good. Um, yeah. no, I think I think McLean and Brady are the right call. Um, right back wise, as I said, Mark Sykes is the only one that's standing there for me. He's doing very well for Bristol. McNamara's just not playing, and um, apart okay. from that, like Ebiselli, Ebiselli's not playing at all. So I think I think a little bit like Connolly it is the right call to bring them down to the 21s because because it, it enhances them for the playoff. Yeah. And it also gets them a bit of game time because Ebiselli was in the senior squad for the last set of set of games. And he could have played for the 21s. Yeah. And he, he didn't he didn't get any games. Didn't even get, I think he was actually left out of the squad for the first one, for the first set of games. And anyway, we'll move it on. Daryl O'Connor, Lanyard's on always, always. Darryl, I am a journalist. Declan Finnegan watching. How you doing, Declan? Hope you're well. Unbelievable scene. Liam Scales called up. I think he's unhappy that Jimmy Dunn was. <laughs> I'm guessing now, Declan, that you're unhappy about that. Or even, or even Manning. He'd be a Manning fan as well from the QPR oh, link. Yeah, former QPR. Kieran Boyle, I'd have Joel Lapira in ahead of Duffy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Call him again. Uh, Duffy was shouted away. Potter, hope he gets back playing regularly. So do I. So do I. Um, when, when Duffy is playing... When he's not playing regularly, he is a liability at the back. I'm, I don't want to sound harsh, but got to call it as we see it, guys. That's what we're all about. And Declan Finnegan, you're guessing right. Yeah, had a, had a feeling, Declan. <laughs> Hope you're well. And I, I think he's a little bit justified. Right, on to midfield. Probably our most suspect position uh, in the team. Now, I think personally, lads, on an, I'll go through the names first. So midfield is Cullen. Hendrick, Knight, Brown, Malumbi, and Harahan. Personally, I think our, our starting three, we're better with three in midfield. Agreed? Oh, have to, have to. Yeah. yeah have Many to. percent. Two game, two first games in the Nations League. We had uh, the dynamic uh, <laughs> Jeff Hendrick uh, in McCullen. It, it was a shit show. It was terrible. I was watching it. It was absolutely dreadful. Once they moved, they took Hendrick out and they put three in midfield and they had Knight, Cullen, Sorry, Cullen with Malumbi and Knight in front of them. It worked. The intensity was there, the aggression, the craft, the guile, all those little euphemisms that you want to make um, out of thin air, as I've just done there. I think we're fine there. However, if either one of those guys go down or any one of those guys go down, 
we are in serious trouble. Um, let's be honest. I mean, it is sad that Jason Knight is going to be playing in the third tier of English football uh, until at least January because he's way better than that. Um, somebody who's probably at that level is Conor Harahan. Let's be honest, chaps. You know, he's 31. Okay, he scored a couple of goals over the weekend or one goal over the weekend, but he we, we really should be moving on from him. Um, I know, to be fair, Jeff Hendrick is actually getting game time at Reading, but he's a luxury player and he's a luxury we can't really afford. So, and your mate as well, Alan Brown. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Friend of the podcast. Yeah, it, it is thinner than uh, Martin's hairline there, isn't it? You know, when we... <laughs> Um, not like my luscious looks. Uh, it is a bit though, isn't it? Like we are light in that and that department. You know, we, we were talking with Gavin Kenny last year. He he was doing well in the championship for Bournemouth, and then he just fell like a stone. We don't really have anyone else to play in there, do we? No, not really. I mean, like just just coming on to Harahan. I mean, look, domestically, he's a very good player. I don't think he's a League One player. I do think he's a Championship player. But but international wise, and I'm a big fan of Harahan. Big fan of Harwin, but he's far too immobile. I mean, well, no, he's well, well, he's a different type of player. I mean, he's got a great delivery. He's very creative. He's he's very different playing international football than he is playing club football. I think any Aston Villa fan will kind of back me up on that. The midfield three that played against Scotland in Dublin, I mean, that's probably our most balanced midfield, isn't it? Because you've Cullen holding, you have Malumbi doing kind of the breaking up. I mean, yeah, it does work. And then you have then you have Knight as well. He's able to create and he's able to drive forward. I mean, if it was me picking the team, which it's not, but if, if it was me, I'd probably take Malumbia out and put Brady in on the left, kind of on the left of the middle. Um, I'm kind of afraid because Ogbeni's back and because he's in form, part of me thinks that Kenny's going to go back to the three up front. Now, he might just put Ogbeni in as a centre forward instead of Obafemi, I'd say. Mm. But... That's my little fear. I'm I'm afraid he's gonna go back to the two. And Hendrick's playing quite well for Reading, so Yeah. I, I'm afraid he's gonna go back to the two in midfield, but I don't know. Yeah, I I'm actually terrified of that. I'm just gonna go through we've got a couple of comments here. Um actually just on that. Barry Owens, lads, Hendrick brings nothing to the team, so frustrating to watch. He 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 is he he, he is. Martin, you you know, we were watching what obviously watching the same game against the Ukraine, he was appalling. He just stood there and Paul Cullen was running around. He was like a, a, a guy trying to put out fires in the kitchen, wasn't he, all by his own. And Hendrick just stood there. It was terrible. Yeah, I think it's like just interesting. Just I've been making notes here, trying to pick the team, to be honest. And I think it's it's quite a difficult team to pick. Um, and we can't even guess at what Stephen Kenny's going to do. I could I could pick five or six teams here, to be honest, and, and probably be wrong. And he does have these kind of little kind of moments of surprising us and picking people. I think he's very loyal though. Like, you know, the team I just had there has got a, a Benny in it and I'm thinking, well, hang on a second. He he, he probably will pick him because of the form. Like he's been quite lucky with some of his games in the way when he's had like, even Obafemi missing out on the second game after the game, after the goal against Scotland, it, it made an easy choice for him because he, he, there would have been calls for him to start him again. So um, it's, it's a very difficult one. I, I, I like that balance, as you said, in midfield. I could see how Robbie Brady could come into that. I don't think Robbie Brady will start. I think he is no, going to be one that no. is going to come on. Um, but Cullen, for me, starts straight away. I, I like the energy of Malumbi doing that job. Um, if he's organised and tidy, definitely. And Jason Knight is going to bring that as well. And I think if you're going to do that 
kind of system where you're going to have the three in the middle and Dodgy on the right and McLean on the left. Yeah. Ogbeni and probably Obafemi would be the ones who press it and then there's no parrot in there at all. And I think we're quite an adaptable side though. And I think it, this kind of game is going to be, I think like Scotland, are no mugs and, and they'll be very kind of pissed off that they got embarrassed basically by us in, in double. Battitude. And the- they, they're going to be, you know, I know they're missing Robertson and stuff, but you know, I'm expecting a bit of a backlash. This, this is this could be quite a tight game, and I we need to be organised and not make mistakes and stuff. And that's where yeah. I can, but I can see the energy of McLean being quite important then, and Doherty and pushing up. That I, kind of thing. I mean, just looking there, like I, I, I do look Brady Stan as a defender, so he's clearly coming in as left wing back when he comes in, um, which I wouldn't have anything against. For me, it has to be any time we put those three lads in midfield, it's balanced, it works, it works against Scotland and Dublin, it works. Uh, against Ukraine, just just go with it. It works. Um, that's my opinion. Brown's a lovely. I know you're not a fan of Spoofer. him. But... <laughs> no, I mean, look, Brown is. He just gets in the right places. He's somebody for chasing a goal. He's someone great to have come he's, off the pitch. He's like McLean. He's an impact sub. And the thing is, like yeah. he 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 does know where the goal is, doesn't he? Because he's um he had that season where he scored about 15, 16 goals, didn't he? And yeah, yeah. he scored that scored that goal against Belgium. The game against Scotland. Look, someone kicked it off, and then but he still yeah. got into well, the position. There. Yeah, yeah. There. So but he shouldn't he's... be sorry. He he's not good enough over ninety minutes. Agreed. No, no, yeah, I, I agree. Not good enough over ninety minutes. I think it's fair to say him himself and McLean are great impact subs to have, you know, if you if you need a goal. And to be fair, if you use those guys right in midfield, if you've got Hendrick and uh Harahan, if you're two three up, you bring them on, just hold on to the ball. Just just yeah. Hendrick, you get in there, you get your little two inch passes, mustard, <laughs> as they say. Um, just to finish up some of the comments there. Um, Daryl O'Connor. Three in the middle made a difference against the Jocks. I keep the same three of Mike Cullen and Malumby. Good man, Daryl. Malumby's first game, he impressed senior, kicking the shit out of the Scots in the middle. Absolutely. Declan Finnegan again. The under-21 midfield squad is better than seniors. Probably for that level it is, yeah. Definitely. Uh, Shane Darby. He was hopeless when he came on in Ukraine. Gave the ball away several times, and we lost all of our energy. He is talking about uh, Mr... Um, Hendrick. Barry Owens. I played Jack Byrne before Hendrick. Oh, dear. And Shane Darby then <laughs> corrects himself. Uh, or in Woods, not Lodz, Woods. Jesus, I, I was shocked when I saw that. My friend who's from Poland as well, Adelina. Hello, Adelina, if you're watching. She's not. Um, she an official partner of the podcast, is she? No, 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 no. She's actually engaged. <laughs> and she is, a, she is a very good friend of mine. In fact, she's very, very nice. But she, I remember she told me um, that that was pronounced Woods. I was like, Mind blown. <laughs> right. Let's move it on to the forward lineup. Now, that's where it gets a little tricky. A bit more. Uh, in terms of options, we have a lot more here. We've got Ogbeni, who is doing quite well for Rotherham. Michael Obafemi uh, for Swansea. He's having his issues at the moment, who the manager, tournament, Russell Martin, I believe his name is, um, dropped Obafemi. Has dropped him for the last few games because Obafemi... According to Martin, threw his toys out of the pram about a last-minute um, bid from Burnley. Um, Abafemi has denied this, and Stephen Kenny even got involved. And turned around and said, well, it's two, three sides to every story, and that 
went up. Russell Martin's arse sideways, as you can imagine. Uh, Troy Pard, who seems to be having a solid season at Preston, although not a lot of goals. Scott Hogan banging him in at the moment for Birmingham. Hulk Hogan over there. And um, Callum Robinson also. Um, well, he's just gone to Cardiff, hasn't he? And he's playing with another Irish player that we won't mention here <laughs> on the pot. No, I mean, well, I'm just joking. And Callum down, of course. He was, he was doing okay. Lads, just going to go through some stats for you here. I meant to do it for the midfielders as well, in fact. Sorry. Out of our midfield, by the way, um, Knight has a goal. Malumbi has one assist. And Harrahan has three goals. Uh, forward lineup. Ogbeni is a top goal scorer with well, actually, giant top goal scorer with five goals. Obafemi has one goal, one assist. Uh, Parrot has neither. Uh, Hogan has five goals, one assist. Adoda has two goals, two assists. And Robinson has three assists. But that was obviously not up for West Brom. So that's this one's a bit of a pickle here, isn't it? I mean, personally, I would go with Parrot and Obafemi because I thought they played really well together. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, in Scotland or against Scotland, go again and bring Ogbeni on if we need a goal. What do you reckon? Oh, 100%. I wouldn't break that up. I mean, the, you can see the quality with Obafemi when he drops deep and, mm. you know, ju just the way that they work together. Everyone will, will, will want Og Og Ugh. everyone will want Ogbeni in and he is in form and he is playing as a striker now. He's playing as a wing back last year. He's playing as a striker now. So people will say, okay, maybe go Obafemi and Ogbeni. I don't know if that's balanced enough. Um, but you can see the quality, couldn't you, lads? With, with Obafemi, like he, yeah. he offers something that we don't have. He has that little bit of a little bit of quality that we just don't have, and a bit of he does offer that bit of well. yeah. But he offers that that um, he offers that little um, complementary element with Parrot. Like people will say, "Oh, Parrot's not scoring," and this, that, and the other. But like he's dropping so deep. It's same with MK Dons last season. Like he drops really deep. He gets into wide positions. He's there to kind of create. He's kind of like your Teddy Sheringham kind of player. Um, but uh, look, I think I think Ogben is going to end up starting possibly in a three. I don't think Robinson can start. Missed a penalty there at the weekend as well. Hogan will be pushing like he started the last game in 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 Woods. Joint top goal scorer. He is, yeah, domestically. Well, sorry, not domestically, is it? No, Jesus, don't start that again. But, you know uh, no, if if it was me, I wouldn't share. Like I like Ogbeni and Parrot had a lot of joy against Scotland, and that's what I go with. But it's going to be. I think it's going to be Ogbeni, uh, sorry, Obafemi and Parrot I go with, but it'll be Ogbeni and somebody else. Martin? Yeah, I, I can actually see Hogan starting this. I just think of the type of game um, it's going to be up there. I can, I could, you know, I think that there's, I think the kind of for, for us to be expressive and kind of really break down a team will be definitely Dublin with, with, on, on Tuesday. I think this game as well, we'll have to do the same, but I'm expecting Scotland to come out and play. And that's where you, we might have to kind of play a little bit different. And I think he's name checked Scott Hogan. And he even made the point of saying that he's in really good form, obviously, but he said, you know, he's, he's convinced, obviously we didn't have uh, VAR in the game um, in Dublin and that Scott Hogan's goal was across the line, which would have been a big thing for him. He scored that, but um, I think he does like him and he's in great form now, you know, with goals and stuff, seems very confident. He name checked as well that John Eustace is the manager there. So he'll be familiar with him from the Irish setup. Um, and that he's he's kind of done very well, obviously getting a hat trick. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see him starting. I, but then at the same time, Kenny does talk about having pace in the team, and that's what Ogbeni, Odalda, Obafemi all offer. 
his incredible pace. And Robinson, mm. I mean, we're forgetting him as well. So, you know, Robinson was the first striker on, on the, 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 you know, the starting lineup for many of us after, you know, the hat trick and stuff. It just shows you how kind of things can change quite quickly in international football. You kind of forget their kind of success um, that they've had. And, you know, I, I, I've got no problem with any of them freestyling up front, to be honest, if he's going to go that way. Um, I think it's quite a good little flexible kind of way of doing it. And I can see even like Bene could easily play right wing back. O'Dowd, I can offer something on the left as well and the right, even left back if you did want to think about that. We've just got players who can play everywhere now. I'm quite blessed with that. I know he still was experimenting with the brown thing and a right back, but um, you know, we're, we're very blessed with it. It's a very flexible squad and it's a very strong squad. It's not a bad squad at all. It's actually probably mm. the strongest squad he's announced. I mean, as you say, they very flexible players. Of Benny, um, Brown, McClay, oh, these guys like they're 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 so um, they're proper utility guys. But I mean, I'm looking at a team there, and you know, I'll, I'll give you a comment here. Actually, our football vlog. Hello, how are you doing? Um, he's saying four three one two are powered in the ten, and of Benny and Obafemi in front make it happen. Um, not what I would go with, but you know, talk to your opinion. Such such as such as it is. Um, but for me anyway, I mean I, I think there's there's so much um there's so many options there. I mean I would obviously go with power and Obafemi, but then you've got Ogbeni can come on, you know, if you need if you're chasing the goal late in the game. You know Hogan as well. He might probably start. Actually, might I think you're right because he, he's a he's a big unit, isn't he? And, and he's he's physical, and they might love to kick lumps out of us. He'd be perfect for that. Where where Parrot might get, you know, maybe or Obafemi might be a bit too lightweight for that. You know, he's a big boy himself. And yeah, Robinson too has good has good form for Ireland, even though he's you know he'd be somebody handy to come off the bench as well. So I think I think we've got a lot of options there up front. It's just the midfield. I think it's just really really. It's a bit bare, isn't it? It's a bit stretched. Um, but are you happy with the squad? Well, you're well, delighted with it, Martin. Cause... Well, the key thing he said, though, I'm, I'm just checking back my notes there from when um, Stephen Kenny was no. in the Chris KGM, where I met Daryl recently. And, and you know, he said that why he plays free at the back was basically we had no wingers. Um, that's why it was kind of forced upon him to do that. And now, well, we do have wingers now. So I could see him actually doing four now, going four at the back and, and saying... Right, well, because we do have wingers who can do that. Yeah. So, um, I'd love to see him go for. I really would love yeah. to see him go for. Yeah. And I think no. that that is something that could easily happen there. Um, and 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 an adaptable for as well. You know, like we've seen Darrow O'Shea play left back as well before, and he was fine mm. against Wales. So that is something again. If he does have to change it because he has to adapt because of something Scotland do tactically, he can then shuffle it back to a free if he wants to. So. I think that could be something that we'll see actually, and then that does allow us to kind of go a little bit kind of tighter up top and things like that, and someone in the hole behind that could easily be Robbie Brady or Parrot. Like that. again, the flexibility is just there. It is. Uh, it's, it's very, very good squad actually, and uh, as you can see there, so quite happy with that. Even I wasn't happy with two lads being brought in. Not, not a doubt it, and. Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, Brady, but uh, let's have a little look at the Scotland squad uh, here, lads. We'll just throw an eye over that. Uh, Craig Gordon, Jesus Christ, he must be about 80. Got Liam <laughs> Kelly, Motherwell. I used to always think he was Irish in, in um, FIFA, was it? I used to try and get him in. Uh, John McLaughlin, 
McLaughlin, uh, Grant Hanley, Norwich, Jack Hendry, Cremonese, Aaron Hickey, Brentford, Scott McKenna, Nottingham Forest, Nathan Patterson of Everton, Ryan Porteous of Hibs, Anthony Ralston of Celtic, Greg Taylor of Celtic, Kieran Tierney of Arsenal, he's probably the best player at the moment, Stuart Armstrong, Southampton, Billy Gilmore, Brighton and Hove Albion, Ryan Jack, Rangers, John McGinn, Aston Villa, Colin McGregor, Celtic, Kenny McLean, no relation to James, I'm sure, um, <laughs> Norwich City, Scott McTominay, Man United, way. David Turnbull, Celtic, Che Adams, Southampton, Jacob Brown, Stoke, Ryan Christie, Bournemouth, Lyndon Dykes, dodgy name that, QPR, and Ryan Fraser, Newcastle United, no Andy Robertson, that's, you know, you look there and you see all the players play, pretty much playing top flight football. It's a bit. Oh, it's 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 an excellent squad, and I mean, yeah. Before we played them in Dublin, I remember thinking, "Geez, these guys are going to run right." I mean, you, you have some really top players. I mean, John McGinn is an excellent player. He's a really, really top player, and Aaron Hickey's doing very, very well for Brentford as well. So, you know, they're they're not a bad side. You've got um, you know, you've got Ryan Fraser. He's hitting a lot of form for Newcastle. I watched Ryan Christie there at the weekend for Bournemouth against Newcastle. He's very good as well. So. They've an excellent squad. Excellent squad. I really thought they run right in Dublin and they, they didn't. Um, and part of the reason was the physicality that we had. So when there's a bit of pressure applied on them, they do struggle. But we can't forget, lads, they could have been about 3 0 up after 10 minutes. Yeah. Well, Shane Duffy played his part in that, didn't yeah. he? But uh, now, the, look, they're not. We gave them a bit of a hiding. We had a bit of luck go for us in Dublin. And then once we got the goal, we sort of opened the floodgates. And it could have been yeah. four or five nil. That's just how international football goes. But I tell you what, lads, terms of Scotland, um, it's a good thing it's not Israel. Look at this. Look at the under 21s have to deal with. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Look that's a top team. That. That's a top squad, isn't Jesus. it? Jesus. Look at your man in midfield. Fucking hell. <laughs> wow. Incredible. Um, I like their badge. I like their badge, though. It's good. Yeah, it looks familiar. <laughs> I, I don't know where it's, it's the Macedonia crest, isn't it? I've seen it somewhere before. Yeah, yeah I it's don't the Macedonia's know. crest. Yeah, yeah, it, it is a weird one. Um, quick one on this one, Martin. You were you were actually in contact with Jonathan Hill, the FAI uh, CEO. Um, he got in contact. Jonathan, I don't know which Jonathan you were going to say there. Don't even don't even think. You're probably John selling tickets, Martin. Were you? <laughs> or phony jerseys and all that stuff. Actually, uh, John Cordy was called out tonight on Twitter about it. No, we won't. We won't oh, mention no. that. Do you know he followed me actually? Because we 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 bonded actually. That we won't connected. Last. Probably won't well, if you ever watched the podcast. It won't. But we bonded over the white Ireland top, the Euro eighty eight away jersey that I have a copy of, um, and he has a copy of. But mine was better because it's signed by Ronnie Whelan. So. Um, yeah, anyway, uh, sorry, Jonathan Hill was in yeah. contact with you, and it's to do with the under 21s game he's shown at Lansdale on. Yeah, the second leg, basically. I, I was yeah. inquiring that sadly, the second leg, which is going to be probably crucial, um, kicks off just before our home game against Armenia. And would it be shown inside the stadium? Although there will be a crossover of timing, so I can't see how it's really going to work, to be honest. It's a shame in a way that our uh, our kickoff couldn't have been delayed. I don't think that will happen. Um, but it was just interesting to see if you know you can kind of create a bit of an atmosphere in there if you had it on the screens, even with the bars in there or around. That, you know you could actually watch it because it's going to impact obviously the fans trying to watch the game because they're either going to watch the whole game and come in late, which I don't think will happen. It's yeah. just really like missing out on it basically. And I should be you're safe. Right for 
Yeah, it's a shame though because it's a playoff. I can't really believe how it was allowed to clash. It's absolutely ridiculous mm. if you think about it. Um, You're trying to raise the profile of underage football, and you do that. Yeah, mind absolute stupidity from UEFA, which is no. If, um, if if it's a tight game, like like say if it's it's one all or something going into the second leg, you could find that a lot of a lot of people with tickets for the senior match just won't go. Yeah, that's but, true. Yeah. Especially with dead rubber, because yeah, and if, yeah we, I mean, if, if we have if, a bad if, result on Saturday as well, yeah. Although, actually, um, in fact, if we have a bad result on Saturday, I'd imagine that would make the game against Armenia quite important, then, wouldn't it? Yeah, then we'll be, we'll be fighting for the wooden spoon. Um, Declan Finnegan has another uh question here Will the result of Scotland v Ukraine game influence Kenny's selection? Yeah, possibly will. Because it, it, will, it will show us where we... I mean, we've got to win these games, really. It's all about the seedings and stuff. So, yeah, possibly will. Um, and it's to be seen, isn't it? I mean, just back to Jonathan Hill, quickly, like what he responded to me. I asked, was it going to be on with the clash? He said, we're working on it, but the rights to the game are outside of Israel, are held by an agency. So that's step one. If we can acquire them, then we need to work out which platform in Ireland and then specifics are in the stadium and we'll update as soon as we know. So... Um, that, that was it so that was friday isn't it so absolutely oh, well either way we're going to be broadcasting live from that game in armenia sorry against armenia in dublin i couldn't broadcast from armenia could i because a certain <laughs> travel agency we're not going to get into that um but also we will be brought we will have a special show as well from hamden park hopefully if the wi-fi holds up in glasgow did you have wi-fi in scotland <laughs> Dial um, up, I think. Yeah, the hamster in the wheel, isn't it? Really, I really hope no Scotland's watching. I'll probably get battered <laughs> when I'm up there. Uh, but yes, we will be coming live uh, from Hamden Park on Saturday, and then obviously over in Dublin on Tuesday. So if you see us around the stadium, you know, especially Martin around the stadium with sacks of cash and tickets and whatnot, uh, say hello, not to Martin. Yeah, you know, you don't. I'll be busy. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't attract any attention there. Um, a couple of more comments there. Jonathan, Jonathan Meehan, Meenan, sorry. Hi, guys. Hi, Jonathan. Kenny must go. Why is he? Is it a fire sale? Is it or something? I, I don't know. I'm not going to get into that one just here. Anyway, let's go on that one. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how the two results go. So, lads, we're going to leave it there. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for joining us at home as well for your comments we're just going to do a little bit of housekeeping before we get out of here and i can go to bed you all can too we've got to mention this at the top of the podcast but our partners they're still partners nick aren't they i don't, don't want to give any free advertising on this like uh, <laughs> professional partners or se- sexual partners? are we are we well no, you leave they're that just... you leave that to me they're so. still our they're still our partners i still, still have partners. partners kit lunch they're a good bunch of guys down in cork uh, that is www.kitlaunchcock.com. If you want some vintage, not retro, not that stuff that Martin sells, vintage, vintage shirts, get on to www.kitlaunchcock.com. And if you want a promo, you want 20% off, promo code all in capital letters, Green Machine 20. That is Green Machine 20, case sensitive, just like one of my dates. <laughs> Might as well say it, lads. That's all I heard in the last podcast. Anyway, we're going to leave it there. Uh, thank you again. Uh, please give us a shout over at Facebook. 
forward slash the GM podcast. Easy for me to say. Give us a cheeky little follow over at lansonroad.ie. Um, there will be an audio version of this podcast available on the greenmachinepodcast.com. That is greenmachinepodcast.com. But of course, you can get all of our episodes on our site or anywhere you get your podcast from. Give us a little review. Give us a little five-star review. Go on. Might be some stickers in there for you. <laughs> Lads, we're going to leave it there. Thank you so much again. Uh, we will see you on the next one. When will the next one be, lads? Will it be in Glasgow? I think we'll have to do something before that with the just the demand from the the fans, basically. And and you know, like like it's a really good point that Declan made there about the Wednesday match, uh, Scotland Ukraine. I mean, that's going to be one that all Irish fans will be following as well. And then obviously yeah. kicks into the under twenty one game on the Friday. It's all happening now in the next few weeks. It's exciting again. So I'm just hoping our squad uh, stay fit and, you know, we get there to Glasgow. Uh, I think got an interesting itinerary. I've been watching some of the social media stuff. Quite quite impressive, actually. Some of the they, – they certainly know the FAI media people. They know what the fans want, showing, like, James McLean chatting with Nathan Collins about the, the assault. <laughs> just showing them in there, <laughs> you know. Uh, just yeah, get 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 in there, lads. But no, we will. We'll, we'll surely be on, won't we? We'll definitely have something before we go to Glasgow. If you see us in Glasgow, by the way, unless you're a Rangers fan, then just you know look the other way, please. Uh, give us a shout, say hello. Um, you know, get some stickers. I'm sure Martin will have. Will you have stickers in Glasgow? Martin? I will. Yeah, I'll bring some up. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll post up some stuff. Some of the areas we're going to be around anyway, because I'll be with Rizzo, mo- mo- mostly men's toilets. Um, <laughs> <but> <laughs> that's a total edge there coming anyway guys listen thank you very much we'll see you down the road